podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash p-a-c-t. Hello and welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast Extra here at the Etihad Stadium where Palace have won. Just kidding, Palace have lost again, this time 5-0. We always seem to get thrashed at the Etihad. Um, and we nearly didn't record this podcast because we were so depressed, but Rob Sutherland Hello. convinced me to record it. Uh, uh, convinced. <laughs> um, I just said, I think we should do it, maybe. Um, I'm also joined by another Rob. It's Rob Warlow from the Gordon Advertiser. How are you doing, Rob? Hello, not too bad, thanks. (laughs) Good. Um, So, first of all, let's mention and commiserate our sponsors for the Extra Pod, which is Miranda Jane Photography, professional and unique photography of weddings and more. Visit mirandajanephotography.co.uk. And I can only apologise to Miranda because that is now six games she sponsored the pod this season. Six defeats, zero goals. The only games we've scored in and won were the cup games when we didn't do a post-match pod. Poor Miranda. <laughs> I think we I think we owe it to Miranda to just offer her some kind of other sponsorship package. <laughs> like we'll mention it mention her in a few tweets or something. Yeah. <laughs> On the main pod as well, maybe, because yeah. I feel so bad. Because yeah. this is just I mean, it's just like we're you're you're being associated with repeated defeats and it's not entirely fair. <laughs> oh dear. And the thing is though, I, I I still do believe that Palace will turn it around and Rob, oh, they both called Rob, Rob Rollo. Um, there were good signs in the first half. They got to 44 minutes and we were sat there in the press box thinking, oh, hello, we, we can see what's happening with Roy here. He's actually making a bit of progress. Yeah, I mean, they were resilient in the first half, you know, they, they, and they had chances, in fairness. It wasn't just a defensive effort, you know, they, they were on the break they were, they were looking dangerous. I mean, Ruben Loftus-Cheek hit the post, came close with that one that, you know, the ball put, put across to him, just flashed wide. Yeah. I mean, they had, had chances and... and to be fair, City, yeah, they had their chances you'd expect them to, but they didn't look like they were carving them open at any time in that first half. And, you know, I think there were positives from that. Uh, obviously, the second half, the the way, I think that would be the worrying thing, the way that they collapsed in the second half. You know, I mean, Roy Hodgson, as, as much as he would have taken positive from the first half, he'd have been very worried, I think, from what he saw in the second. Yeah. I, so, Rob, on, on my live vlog, I wrote, before half-time, I wrote, Come on, Palace, hold up to half time, and that'll be a great first half. A minute later, goal goes in. Then at half time, I wrote, Okay, get through the first five, ten minutes, and yeah. we can get back into this. Goal goes in. I mean, it's the worst time to concede two goals. It, it was, and I thought, um, I thought it was, it was a, a, a Palace looked so well organized um, in the run up to that goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, but the thing is, there, there were failings, not failings, but there were errors by players all over the pitch that led up to that. So you've got you've got Benteke's 
Benteke's fair, uh, lack of kind of control and for, for someone who's so big you kind of just want him to use that that body a little bit more just to shield the ball perhaps he just made it a bit too easy and then from that then City ended up just just with David Silva doing what David Silva does and he's just such an amazing player to watch yeah um, and 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 Sane is is, a, is just fantastic. So so you've got all these players that that can just create something out of nothing. Yeah. And in order to in order to to beat them, you have to be right on top of your game for four, for forty five minutes each time. Yeah. Um, but once you go go down against them, you're you're on the back foot because they they basically will just drill. You know that their, their 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 game plan is basically to find spaces where you leave them. Yeah. And if you're attacking and making you know trying to create opportunities to, to to get one back, you're leaving gaps for them to exploit and it just got more and more, you know, as as the game went on, we seem to be making more leaving more and more gaps. But is is it that is it that sort of training of confidence because, you know, under Sam last season when we were playing well and confident, I mean, yeah, we did lose 5-0 here as well. But there were times in some games where we went to goal down and the players got their heads on and went, OK, here we go. And yet today again, it was like heads down and they're just they're so drained, aren't they? I think it's because City is such a... that I mean, by the end of the game, you've run all over the pitch. I mean, like genuinely, they looked like... Some of the players looked like they needed to be subbed at about 70-odd minutes because they were being run... Over. You've got De Bruyne, who's, who's a centre midfielder, basically playing all across the park. He plays as centre forward, as a left mid, as a right mid as a left winger right winger but we got back. someone that does that Loftus Cheek does that for us yeah but that's one player and they've got they've got five who can do that it's yeah. so yeah. relentless from City it, isn't it, it I mean is. they've got so much going forward that you know you don't you have to take your hat off to them in, in, in a way in that they keep pressurising you for that long you know I mean they're, they're a piranha side you know they get that one bite that mm. one goal and then they just keep coming back and back and back and back and back I mean we saw it last week with them you know against Botford that they were three four nil up and they kept going they wanted yeah. seven they wanted eight you know yeah. and they've got the the armoury to do it you know yeah. and they, they will score the, Palace won't be the first and the, won't be the last team to come here and get beat four or five nil this season. I'm yeah. sure of that. And Pep said that in the, in, in the press conference, didn't he? But he wants his teams to do that. But do you think Rob, it was actually the, the right lineup from Palace today? Everyone before the game was like, "Oh, okay, that, that's pretty much our strongest team without Wilf." Yeah. So I, I think it, I think it was. I think it was the right lineup. And equally, it's one of those games where where if it works, and it very nearly did for for half the match, and and if we'd have gone in nil nil. It might have worked for the second half because you're not, you know, the heads aren't dropping. It's one of those games where you can, it's almost like a free hit because you're not going to, ex- you're not expecting anything out of it. Yeah. So you might as well try and see if this lineup is the one that you want to work with. And it seems that, to me, it seemed that it certainly did work. Once you got past Man City's kind of midfield resilience, we we were we we nearly caught them on the break twice or three times. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, there's nothing. I don't think there was anything cr- critical about that. In well, in that case, lineup. Rob W, um, should Palace fans be... It's hard to be positive after a game like that when you let in five goals. And a lot of fans on Twitter and stuff are, you know, are sort of a bit negative, and I get that. But should are there positives to take from that? Should we be looking at the first half and saying, OK, we can do better, and we, just, we end up losing to just a much, much better team in the second half? Yeah, I mean, the second half, they were second best, there's no doubt in that. But first half, they matched them. You know, I mean, and as, as Rob alluded to, you know, teams will be able to do that but you've got to do it for 90 minutes against City you know you can't just do it for 43 or 44 minutes yeah. you know they'll punish you if you if you ease up and I wouldn't say it was even easing up you know I mean it was a good goal the first one in fairness it was well worked between Silva and Sane and you know obviously he, he finished it off and the, I think the biggest 
problem was the the second and third conceding so quick after half time yeah. you know because then the heads heads drop a little bit and City sensed that and they just you know they took a took full, full advantage of it well let's do, oh you want to say something uh, yeah I've got, I've got to say like so up, up where we were at full time I thought it was a little bit I, I, it pissed me off that that we have um, players who who and I, I know that they tried their hardest and I, I've got no issue with that whatsoever but when they when you when you finish the game and you see players kind of just just crossing the halfway line, giving a few derisory claps and then going off, like traipsing off, it, that is a bit of a sickener because because it just shows a little bit of like you just you, you just couldn't wait to get off the pitch. But I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, after losing five nil, equally we're, like we're all there. Like it, yeah. it's a bit harsh. So and then Punchin was the only one who actually dragged them all up and, and got got them to clap us, but. And it's a, it's such a minor point, but it, it, to me it just says it says to me that there's, there needs to be a bit more. I don't know, unity maybe you saying, like an attempt. We've we said this on previous pods, haven't we? Has that connection between the club and the fans that's been so good for so many years in the Premier League well, has that gone a bit? I think if you if you lose six games in a row and you're constantly seeing yourself, you know, you for for all the effort you put in, you end up losing. It is it it, it gets you down. But the one thing that I think you can rely on is especially at away games is fans getting behind the team so so yeah. if there's anyone that you actually should be applauding it's it's people who are doing that yeah. you know give, give just by do even such a, a small gesture is something that can get supporters behind you so just do that do it like give us a little bit of like in, encouragement works both ways and it just it was lacking at the end of the game I have game. to say as well like even in you know the most disappointing days Palace fans still got humour you know singing let's pretend we scored a goal and all that you know <laughs> Palace fans still find humour in the darkest moments and that's why we love this club that's why, that's why we love this fan base anyway let's hear from Roy this is what he said after the game to reporters at the Etihad following that 5-0 defeat Thank you. No, you can't. It's ridiculous to talk about positives when you've been beaten by five goals to nil. Admittedly, we're playing against a, a really top quality team that, when they certainly when they get in the lead, are, are capable of showing the full register of their technical ability and ability to create and, and, and take goal chances but uh, we wanted at least to re- repeat what we'd done in the first half where we'd, we'd matched them or, or, or kept them certainly at bay for 44 minutes and succeeded even on the counter-attack I thought of creating some good moments of our own when that doesn't happen in the second half you've got to be very disappointed and We've got to accept that uh, we've been given a headache and now during the course of the week we've got to try and find the, the aspirins which will uh, ease the headache and, and keep working on the things that we are trying to work on because unfortunately we, there's a risk that Man United and Chelsea would also be as capable as Man City has been of punishing us if we don't get things right. Any other questions? Hello? Oh, over here. Um, you obviously um, had a difficult time with Fulham, but you, you stayed in that season. Is this a similar situation? Is it, you know, your vast career, is this the most difficult challenge you've had, or is it sort of equal to that one? 
it's equal to it without a shadow of a doubt. But I mean, the difference is that when I came into to Fulham, there were 18 games to play. Here, to be fair, we've still got, what is it, 32 games to play. So a lot of things can change. Unlucky after a bad start with five games and, and no points that you do run up against teams of this quality who, to be honest, are capable of punishing teams that have been together in terms of what we consider being together during our short time than we are. Um, so it's a baptism of fire in that respect. But what we've got to do, quite simply, is to make certain that we don't start panicking and accepting that we're in a hopeless position at the end of September because October, November, December, January, February, March, April and May can change so many things. And we were relegated, funnily enough, for weeks at Fulham when we were 2-0 down here at Man City at half-time with, I think, four or five games to play. We were mathematically relegated how we lost the game. We ended up taking 12 points, I think it was, or 11 points from the last 15 so we've got to, we've got to bear, bear that in mind. I knew when I came to the club there'd be a lot of work to do. I knew that, you know, with the problems that they'd had at the start of the season, that the training field and the work rate and the work ethic would be the only thing that could save us. But this is something which we're going to have to work on month after month after month. And hopefully we will see some light at the end of the tunnel one day. But we... I thought I was being to see a bit of light at half-time, but the lights went out in the second half. <laughs> Not well. Um, we think it's a form of ligament damage, but I don't know quite how bad that ligament damage is. He's going to have a scan tomorrow, but um, it, it, it will mean he won't be playing in the next game, I'm pretty sure of that, which we could do without at this moment in time. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Extra Podcast here at the Etihad after Palace have lost 5-0. For what feels like every time we come here we lose 5-0. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Miranda Jane Photography, professional unique photography of weddings and more. Visit mirandajanephotography.co.uk and please do visit the website. I feel like we all owe Miranda at least one visit each from this podcast to the website for sponsoring us during our darkest days. Um, so that was Roy uh, talking to the press and... The, the final thing he said was Benteke picking up a ligament injury and potentially, they've still got to look at it, missing the game to Man United next weekend. Rob S. Um, <laughs> it's, it's exactly what we feared would happen after not getting a strike on deadline day. And, you know, when it, when it rains, it pours at Palace because now we've lost and then this has happened as well. Well, I mean... <laughs> None of our players have scored. Like so, Benteke not playing is it, it's it's difficult because you want him to be playing, you want him to be scoring goals. But again, today none of like we didn't seem to create chances for him. Or if we did, I think there was one opportunity and it, it didn't. It, I think that a defender got a touch to it yeah. and it, it nearly it went went by him. So it, it, maybe it's an opportunity to try. Um, Ruben Loftus Cheek is a centre forward. Okay, why not? Yeah, I mean, it, we, I think it's got I was, the qualities, we talk, isn't it? We were talking to a friend of ours uh, uh, after the game, and 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 he said like, this, it, it, he'd be the perfect kind of person to play in that role. He's quick. He's got a great touch. He's physical. Yeah, he's exactly the kind of player that you want to play in an attacking role. 
Chelsea played him as a striker once or twice as a withdrawn striker. You might as well just that's all we've if that's all we've got then we've got to we've got to accept that. The problem is Rob W. Um, is that <laughs> Palace shouldn't be in this situation, should they? I mean, you know, we knew we needed a striker. You get an injury to your, your main striker, and now we're talking about playing what is essentially a midfielder and a very good one, probably our best player at the moment, out of position. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the risk that they took, I suppose, by not getting that striker in. I mean, I think everyone could see that that's what was perhaps needed. Um, and there's always been that chance that Benteke could get injured. I mean, he's not been an injury-prone player in, in the past. And, you know, I, I don't think it looks a serious thing. You know, he, he walked off the pitch. So let's hope that it's only, you know, potentially next week perhaps he might be out for. But, yeah, I mean... It's obviously a concern, and you know they've got until January until they can really rectify it, unless yeah. they bring someone in as a free transfer. I mean, Connor Wickham's going to be out till the new year, from what we hear. So it is, you know, it is a worry. But the, as Rob said, you know, they haven't scored a goal as a team, so it's not just Benteke. You know, I mean, I yeah. think, yeah, Ruben Loftus Cheek today again looked the most likely source of a goal yeah. at the post. Yeah, yeah. You know, had that other other chance and. I think he's he's a dynamic player. You know, if, if if you ask him to play that role, I'm sure he would fulfil it. Yeah. Whether it negates his quality elsewhere in the side, I don't know. You know, you'd have to try and fill another hole then if if, if you push him further forward. But yeah, it's, it's obviously a concern. Hopefully, Benteke is not out for that long. Um, but someone needs to score a goal. I think. I think also <laughs> that should be the team talk. We, you should do team talk. <laughs> we've come to this point though. Uh, where you can't constantly talk about what should have been, you know, mm-hmm. we, yeah, yeah. we can't. We 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 we've known that we haven't got a striker for. Uh, we knew that for the summer, it didn't happen, and for whatever reason, it didn't happen. It, you know, we have to just kind of accept that 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 yeah. those are the cards. And these things dealt. aren't straightforward, you know. Right. These deals aren't, especially going into deadline day, things can always fall apart. They went after Nias from Everton. <laughs> it doesn't help. Yeah. Um, it's just Fraser Campbell scored as well today. Did he? I think so. I can't. I, I can it's say. just it does seem like Palace, doesn't it? That that bad things come along in multiples, doesn't it, to Palace? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> The, the thing about Palace is that you always you know for a fact that there's always going to be some kind of challenge to the faith. You know, there's always something that's going to make you question why you're a Palace fan. <laughs> yeah. And it's just another reason. Yeah. It is. It's just another reason. But remember this, and it was mentioned on Twitter by Andy Bloss. Yeah. Uh, this time uh, in November of the season that we got promoted the last time, 2013. Uh, 2013. Uh, we had three points. Yeah. Three points in November. We, we haven't won in ten games. The first ten what, games. One in the first ten. Got one win in t- in the first ten games. Right. So so we we might have we might have started poorly, but there's still plenty of opportunity to drag to drag this back. There is. That's the reality of it. Yeah, I, I said the same. I, you know, it's a bad start. There's no getting away from that. But things things have you know changed around quickly enough in, in football in the past. You know, Palace get one or two wins on on the board. Confidence comes back. You know, the, the important thing is not to be cut adrift. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and the longer this goes on, the more in danger Palace are of, of that happening. Yeah. At the moment, you know, the teams, uh, there's, you could say there's 12, 13 teams, you could throw a blanket over them and say they're much for muchness in this division. Yeah. And if Palace can start winning games, all right, albeit they've got some tough fixtures at the moment, but if they can start winning even a point, you know, yeah. in one of these next two I games. I think you could throw a blanket over the t- those teams and we'd probably still lose to them, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I don't know. If, again, if you if if you take the performance from the first half today, then 
you have to again you have to try and apply some positives yeah and that that first half performance bar the goal was wholly positive I thought it was it showed that the player the players were better organized it showed a willingness to be organized it, you know there was a, there was a spell where I think city had three or four opportunities on goal and we we, we held, stood firm but uh, as we said before you know with a, with a side like this if you concede one you're going to end up conceding two or three if you end up trying to chase yeah. that goal. I'm going to stop you there because that is the most positive note I think we can end on on this pod. Yeah. I like that. Um, Rob W, thanks for joining us. No problem. Rob S, thanks for being on the pod. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, thanks for listening, guys. The full pod will be with you in the next couple of days. Uh, so thanks very much to, for listening to this pod. Keep following us on all the social media places at FYP Fanzine and keep the faith, guys. Uh, it can't keep going on like this forever, can it? Eagles. <laughs> See you later. Podcast Network.